Welcome to the Dumb Naked and Broke Podcast. My name is Emmanuel Wisdom. I'm a college athlete, now designer. Each week, my co-host, Dre, and I bring your inspiration to help you understand the process to your purpose. It's just sad because, you know, somebody was telling me about this quote that they had read on Facebook or somebody was having a conversation about all of this and they basically said, well, if you if, if you were a parent or you were a brother or a sister or whatever the case may be, and you watched your brother lose his life, like, you know, as a cop put his knee on the tip, your brother, family, father, whoever it is, neck, and watched the life leave his body as he called out for his family members, his mother, et cetera, would you not want to set the world on fire? And I said, you know, I didn't say it because it wasn't my conversation, but in hearing about it, I said, no. I wouldn't direct my anger and energy towards the world because that's not who did that to my family member. I would direct it to the 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 person who did that. That's where my anger would be towards would be towards the police. And I'm not saying anger as if I need to go attack them, but there are definitely means of, you know, getting by any means be angry and protest. I'm not taking it up from anybody, but you don't go into your own communities and destroy your own businesses, et cetera, et cetera. Thus putting us much further behind you know, off of this anger that you had towards this one thing. Now you're kind of attacking your own community. You're attacking yourself and you just don't know it yet. You know, and it's a lot, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that people aren't seeing. Like I just was talking to Carol actually, and she was telling me how, I don't know if you're familiar with the SCOP grant, but it's a basically housing and development grant. Like it's a, it's a, it's a grant that, you know, goes to a lot of black housing uh, development communities or, you know, and it's like that grant has just been cut and SCOP basically funds over 40 black housing corporations and that, that like was like we're, we're getting attacked behind the scenes without even knowing but that's things that the average mind wouldn't be privy to that type of information like they're still going to attack us and they're still going to take things away from us and we're still going to be punished and you aren't going to be aware of it because that's not the lane that you're in but the things that you're doing is or inciting is causing these things to get taken away in which directly helps you out in a way those grants help your family and your black communities now that those things are taken away, that's a grant that's been in effect for over 30 years. And now it's taken away, what are you going to do? So it's just, you know, a lot of us definitely are feeding into it, this narrative. And like I said, all by, by all means riot, I mean, uh, by all means protest, definitely get your message across. But people are out here losing their lives. And I don't know if you heard about the guy who died, who got blown up, you know, trying to, you know, put a bomb in the ATM to get money out of it. Like that was literally. I hear that story. That literally, ha- bro, it literally happened last night. Oh, a couple wow. of guys, you know, they, a lot, and it's, it's been happening all through the city. It's just that this this guy, particular guy, happened to die because of it. You know, they've been set, making bombs, putting them in ATMs, blowing them up, and taking all the cash. But this particular guy last night had tried it up like Susquehanna, and he wound up dying because of it. And it's like this is so, you know, beneath us to be doing. Like right. people are literally trying to see what they can get away with at this point because it's so much, so many distractions going on. Even through COVID, like. When COVID was a big thing and we were told that the police weren't going to be really arresting because they had other things to worry about, people were get, trying to get away with any and everything. Now it's like you have George Floyd, you have the people who really want to get justice served, you have people who are also want to get justice served but are trying to do it in a more violent way, and then you have people who are literally just trying to see what they can get away with. Hence, you have the sneakers stealing, the iPad, the Apple stealing, trying to blow up ATMs, losing your own life. You're, you're, people are literally speeding through the streets getting in three car, three plus car accidents, killing over 10 people. I don't know if you saw that incident in Southwest where it was more than 10 bodies. Right, I, saw, I saw that video, man. I was wondering what happened. Rose and I was actually chatting about that. And I was, yeah. and I was wondering what, what happened out there, but I did see that video. It was um, 
Yeah, man, it was, it was really sad seeing that because at the end of the day, regardless of how we look at it, the neighborhood and, and these houses and businesses um, is where most of the um, African-American families um, mm. get their income from. And yep. regardless of, you know, how you look at it, um, it's the white man's business. However, right. they're the only businesses that are bringing income into, into you know, our, our, our homes. And yep. now with COVID, most of these businesses were heavily affected. Yep. If you're going to go out and destroy them, then at the end of the day, once all of this is over, whether the problem is solved or not, we still got to come back to our communities and rebuild. Yep. Um, yep. And that's going to take some time. And that's going to take a while. Um, and like you said, is that, um, is that underlining message that um, a lot of people aren't really getting. And the majority, sadly enough, are just out there because, you know, they want to let loose. They don't, you know, some people never once, you know, protest for black lives before. Mm -hmm. um, some people, you know, never once, you know, said anything, tweeted anything or did anything. But right. a, hand, a handful of them are, you know, bored in a house and or feeling guilt or whatever come out and try to take away from, from the cause, from the, move, from the movement. Right. And it's important for us to try and educate because no one's going to come out here and do it for us. We have to educate right. one another. Have to right. ourselves um, on how to, the best way to move because I feel like when when you look at the African American community, even with um, at least the media always set it up to be um, a one like a two guy kind of thing, like you know black right. people, the the leaders in the community, but they, those two people will always have opposing views. For right. example, if you look at you know Doctor Doctor King and Malcolm X. Right. At the time, those two people fighting for the same thing, but had, you know, different views and they pushed that story. Mm -hmm. um, and now, fast forward here, it's the same thing that's happening where you have, you know, right. the older generation who have experienced the pain and, and the violence that came with all of that are taking a step back and saying this could be, you know, taken care of in a, in a more civil way, in a more peaceful right. way. And you have some youths who are, who are saying the same thing, but a majority of them, are you know ignorant to the fact of the underlying history and the um and not even understanding the system right and uh you know they're just trying to go out and and, and make that voices heard the best way that they, they know how yep. and unfortunately it's not the way and with the black community we've always been stuck if we could just figure out you don't even need it to be right or wrong if you could choose between peaceful and 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 violence, whatever one it is. For me, I'm I'm, I'm I'm moving with peace. But if you choose to protest peacefully, and you get over ninety percent of the people doing that, then it's gonna it's gonna work. But if you right. if you're split fifty fifty with people peacefully protesting and other destroying stuff, then there's there's no step. You know, we're we're moving sideways rather than right. taking that step forward. We're okay. you know, moving laterally, and um, it's just. It's just sad, man. Honestly, to see to see the things in uh, in our own community, um, like I said, we we're, we're all gonna have to return back. Exactly. Out here, uh, I agree. One way or another, but um, yeah, man. The the news and everything is very sad, and then and we have to deal with this in the midst of COVID. That's like mm -hmm. the craziest part. Yeah. But like I said, it's I feel like it's a best blessing in disguise because the whole world is watching, um, yep. and and we have the opportunity to, to tell our story. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the best way we know how, but also from our own, from our own truths, not, right. not something that other people have, you know, put together and uh, given to us or fed to the media over and over. Yeah. It's the perfect time for us to say, look, this is not who we are. And, and right. this is what we're about. This is what we offer. Um, and every, everyone already knows that, you know, majority of the things that goes on um, is centered around the, the black community and African culture. And it's just, it's only, it's only a matter of us telling our story because right. the stories that are out there aren't from us. Like, you know, even like the story that we learn about our ancestors, they right. aren't from our ancestors. They are from right. the ones who brought, brought us over here. Exactly. And tell us this is how your people were, and we came in as saviors, mm-hmm. um, you know. And that story, we still we still believe part of that story right. Um, right. to an extent. And you know, the narrative, like I said, can change now, and and um, and that kind of changes how people, you know, see this whole protest thing. Right. At the end of the day, it's not is George Floyd was a tipping point, but you know, he he was he's not the main piece in the puzzle. He was just that right. point that you know everyone hit. But and right. there's been thousand others. Um, right. If we keep proceeding in this way, you know, history is just going to repeat itself. We're going to take, you know, one step forward and two back because we got to rebuild, mm-hmm. and and we got to deal with the stress and then you know the 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 trauma that comes with you know the image and the violence that is fed in our communities. Right. Um, yeah, but like I said, man, the whole world is watching, and we got to tell a better story. Right. Um, that's that's how I feel. I agree with one hundred percent. Yeah, man, it's it's tough. It's tough, dude. Like I, I haven't like today is the first time I'm like I was online and doing some other stuff. Like I wasn't like chatting with no one. I was like, you know, I just need a break, you know. Right. But um, yeah, it was it was it's been good, man. It's just it's just like that that gap between the storytelling and the image we're, we're putting out there. It's yeah. just all it is. Because everything, believe it or not, is all about presentation. Right, for sure. What you present is how people are going to take it. Right. Um, you know, most people aren't, don't have the time to, you know, do research on what's going on or whatever. They, they get that news and, and they, they make that decision based on that. So right. So if you're giving an image that, you know, that they're going to react from, then we got to make sure that image is going to, you know, push a reaction that's gonna that's gonna um, affect change or add to our cause or, or the movement, right. whatever it is we, we want to achieve. Right. Today. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know what what have you been up to um, in the community doing uh, doing all of this? Um, definitely. I mean, I'm has still this here. affected where you uh, where you work? It did affect it on Monday. So Monday. And I just got a tornado warning. They talking about some take shelter now. But um, I did get month because of the the riots that took place on uh, Sunday. Uh, our partners at the Archdiocese, which is located right in Center City, I guess was affected in some way, shape, or form. So we didn't get any meal deliveries on Monday. Uh, thanks. I'm very thankful that on Tuesday and, and even yesterday today we were able to get some food deliveries to give the, the uh, food to the children. That was the only uh, you know. Thing, a thing that was stood in the way of us continuing to do the work that we're doing. But besides that, we've continued to operate unscathed where every day we're still giving out the food. We're still uh, have that partnership with Temple where they're still coming in and delivering a week's worth of supply of food for individual residents. Plus the whole food deliveries have still been coming in. So I'm still here every day. I'm not stopping. 
coming to get the – and it was just so sad because on Monday I had to turn away all everybody. Like, every kid came that was really excited to come get this meal because who knows what the living situation is at home. You know, it was really very heartbreaking and breaking. It's very heartbreaking to have to turn away these children who are literally running up to the door, you know, excited to accept their three, four, five, maybe even six, seven meals that they usually accept for their brothers and sisters at home. Then they got to be turned away. And although it was only for a day, we don't know what they went back home and ate that day. We just don't. Um, so, you know, that was very – you know, heart wrenching, but at, at the same time, we're back in full effect. You know, we got food, uh, an abundance of it, so which I'm truly grateful for. So I'm still doing that same thing. And we just had a great uh, council meeting, just throwing a bunch of ideas at the board because with everything that's going on, we have to understand that, you know, in our communities, work needs to be done. We are very traumatized, and we have to understand that, especially within these housing development corporations that I'm working with or that I'm a part of, you know, I'm seeing the trauma every day. So we have to figure out what it is that, you know, the Becky Life Center as a life center can do for these people. What resources have we already provided and what can we provide, can, you know, moving forward? Like, what can we do better and what have we done excellent and what can we improve on? So mm. that's what we were just talking about because as we move into Cold Yellow, I, I guess this upcoming Friday, who knows if that's even been postponed. But as we move forward, as, you know, the days go on, we want to be able to be in full effect, helping our people the best the way that we can, not just with food, but mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that looks like, you know, and also just continuing to upgrade ourselves as a, as a life center as well. So everything is just moving forward. We're not stopping over here. We're still trying to see what we can do for the people um, as the days just continue to, you know, to go on. That's, that's all we can do. Oh, definitely, man. That's, that's good to hear. I mean, that's good news for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Just like I was saying, at the end of the day, we got to, you know, return to, to our, our homes and this is our, this is our place. So we can't really destroy it. Yep. between from Monday to to now, like I was out yesterday, I think for a little bit. Today I was out um, for like a, like an hour or two, um, and like most of the stores are all like shut and like closed. Even like pharmacies are like closed, uh -huh. um, all like boarded up. And so I had to drive, you know, further out into other neighborhoods to go and pick some stuff up. Even even to use even to go to the bank, um, I had to. I took my mom out to the bank and the bank she normally goes to was closed. So we had to drive all the way out. Um, I think it's like, uh, like out further down in like, um, North, like, uh, the Northeast area. I forgot the, the section, but it's closest to like, uh, almost outside of the Philly area slightly, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, we went to the bank and came back and all of that. But like, like I said, all the stores are closed out of the, the shopping centers are boarded right. up. And that is just going to cause, you know, scarcity within right. the community. And that is our fault. Um, right. That, you know, like there's, there's a better way of doing things. Um, there's a, you know, you could get the reaction now, or you, you could get the reaction later at the end of the day, it's still the same thing. But the, the process and the way you go about doing it is what, is what matters the most. Because um, right now, the story we are telling, yeah. um, is for you know generations and generations to come and right. you know looking back at history we are still dealing with um the one decision that was made back in the 16th century when the dutch slaves uh, slave uh, ship landed on the coast of africa right atlantic slave trade you know all of that started and dropping dropping almost over the course of i don't know three or four centuries um, dropping off about 12 million Africans. Mm -hmm. um, that decision that happened, we are still dealing with that right now. Um, right. 
and people don't understand that and fast forward to now where we are trying to make progress and make change whatever decision we make and the way we go about making those decisions the effects of, of that is going to ripple throughout history forever and right. and we we are not going to get the answers right um because we are lacking the the contest historical context and, and all this all the resource and tools that we need to right on the right way but if we could you know take half a step back and be analytical and and, and strategize and plan right we could at least limit the amount of you know struggle that the generation coming up is going to face um, yeah. because this this is not the last stand everyone's yeah. acting as if this is the last stand but right. history tells us you know over and over and we we know for a fact this is not the last stand this is not where right. we all know that and if we are you know moving as if this is the last stand we are going to make you know decisions as if this was the last stand when we know it's not and right we we got to make people have made sacrifices you know for us to have the privilege that we have today and we can't selfishly you know take that away from the generation that's coming up um whether right. you know whether they know it or not whether they're they're you know maybe a lot of them might be ignorant to it by the end of the day you know their use they're they're supposed to be ignorant to this okay. it's not normal for them to fully understand you know the magnitude of the situation that's happening but right. you know, they're in it and we're in it and it's up to us to you know actually proceed in in a way that you know would it cause as much damage as it's doing now right and i think that's very important and that's the, the context that's you know most people are missing we're still dealing with you know the the dutch the dutch thing and that that decision that happened with the you know dutch slave slave uh, ship that brought over africans um six percent of of the of the slaves came to the americas to, right that's us that's you know i mean i'm from africa but you know we we're here now so it's us right. it's the stuff that we're dealing with the rest right. of the caribbeans and, and other places and and south america so everyone is you know in this it's a global thing but if we're at the epicenter we're the ones that have to um show the other people how to go about doing this the right way and right if we can't really you know kind of put together something that shows we're you know, in unity towards achieving this goal, then right. um, the other people that are, you know, protesting all around are gonna get the message wrong and they're gonna react and uh, proceed in a, in, a, in, a, in a whole different way. And right. at the end of the day, we're gonna have these, you know, scattered bubbles of so-called progress right. that aren't really progress. Right. Um, and, uh, and, it, and it's hard to do, like I said, we're, we're lacking the resource and, and the necessary tools that we need, um, especially when it comes to educating. Um, but, you know, like I said, the best we can do is, is start with our communities, take care of the place we live, and, and, and you know, and that would kind of show outwardly and, and, and other people will begin to see, see that and, and take care of yep. their communities and, and, and all that stuff. So then yep. no one's coming to save us. Nobody. You know, we, we, we stop this stuff today. We, we're going to be here sitting and looking at all of the destructions and, and we're going to be the one to pick up our own pieces. Right. Um, you know, there's no, there's no fun or, or anything that's going to come to the black community after this. Right. And there's no, you know, reparations or anything. This, not at all. This, is none. this is just us trying to say we are, you know, we are here and we deserve to be here. And right. all this while, 
we've been focusing some on survival and everyone else has been you know moving and, and living showing advancement in technology and all that other stuff but um if, if, it, if it's at the point now where it's at and i can understand why people are acting that way but like i said at the end of the day we're gonna have to pick up our pieces and exactly. the more the more pieces there is to pick up the longer it's gonna take when all yeah. of this is over right um, if we can limit limit those in, in any way shape or form um, it, it, I think it would really help, especially the community and the younger generation um, that's coming up to, to understand and better strategize how to go about um, creating this change. This change, regardless right. of how you look at it, can never happen from the outside. It right. can happen from the outside. It has to come from the inside. And right. at this moment, we don't have enough people on the inside, um, regardless of how, how we look at it. We are, you know, we are outnumbered. Um, the black community is not, uh, you know, any sort of percentage compared to the white community. Um, but, you know, it's not just us. It's a bunch of other minorities in this country. And yeah. even with that, we still don't even stand a chance. Um, but we just have to be smarter about it. Other other groups, other races have been really smart about, about that, you know, that turnaround in history. And for us, the lessons are out there, man. Um, yeah. The lessons are out there. And... It's same at times we got to dig a little, dig a little harder and try a little harder to get to them. Right. There's no other way. There's no other way. Yeah. Um, it has to be done. And like I said, a lot of other generations have made greater sacrifices for us. Right. Um, so compared to them, where we're, where we have to do now seem like a, you know, a cake, cake walk. Right. right. Um, yeah, man. Um, but I, you know, I, I see, you know, I see a lot of love in the community. A lot of people are being made aware of what's going on. Um, right. So, so that's good. Um, Definitely. And, and, you know, once that conversation starts, then, you know, things can begin to change. But um, at the end of the day, it's up to us. Um, yeah. To carry ourselves in a respectable manner and, and, and show um, people what, what we're about, um, what we have to offer. I'm, I'm sure they know what we have to offer. Um, hence right. the oppression, but um, and then that um, that is knowledge that you know we are lacking. Um, right. Which most most people, sad to say, in the African American community, don't really understand that value and yeah. understand that lineage, which is the most important thing. Right. Um, they don't really understand that lineage. Um, it's true. You know, um, like, like I said, COVID is is the perfect opportunity. Everyone's watching. Um, we've been chatting about honing in on the skill and preparing yourself for life after COVID. Um, okay. You know, this is life after COVID. A lot of change, things are going to be changing, and um, we 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 have to be prepared for it. We we've been prepared for it. It's not like we we don't know that these things happen. We know these things happen. Um, right. In a way we are. This is a, this the George Floyd thing. In a way, it's not news for us. It's right. just that we had enough. Uh, most yeah. people, it's news for them. It's just we had enough. Um, right and and it's sad but you know that was that's the reality of it but um i mean i, I hope we could you know our brothers and sisters can um take a step back even though everyone's angry mm -hmm. step back and um and, and figure out what's best yeah um, we can move as a group and move together and that, right. that sends a stronger message i feel like than yeah. what's happening now um, I agree. Everyone just want immediate answers. We just just basically, um, you know, treating treating a disease or putting a bandage over it. 
Right. Uh, so, you know, be, you know, if you want a treatment, you got to wait a little longer. Yeah. If you want, you know, temporary relief, you know, you take an Advil or something. You know? exactly. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's what most people want. Like I said, it's, it's this era of, you know, that, um, you know, everyone likes to have things, you know, quickly. Right. Uh, you know, and it's just with justice, history tell us justice is really slow, but um, we, we, unfortunately, we're in an era that, you know, everything is served to you and people feel entitled and that's all factors into all of this um, stuff. But at the end of the day, we have to move um, better. We have to move as a community. We have to move as individuals um, that, that shows togetherness. Yeah, brother. That's that's what I was. That's what I've been thinking and, and you know playing around with. Um, but hopefully this weekend we can chat more about that. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Dumb Naked and Broke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope you took something away from today's episode. Um, I want to thank you for spending your time with me. If you'd like to support the show, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and YouTube. Another way is simply by sharing with a friend. Also, if you'd like to continue this conversation, say hello on Instagram at the DNP Podcast. Uh, shout out to my boy, Roosevelt, uh, for putting in the work and making this all happen. And uh, keep doing what you do, bro. And uh, thanks. Till next time, remember to dream big and do what you love.